Welcome to the Money Mindset Podcast, where you will find the inspiration and motivation you need to manage your money better so you can stress less and live the life you want. I'm Ashley Patrick with the Money Mindset Podcast, and today we are going to talk about 10 tips to really get you started on paying off your debt super fast. You know, I love sharing debt payoff stories that help keep you motivated. You get some tips here and there on how they did it, what they changed, how they changed their mindset. But I really want to talk about some specific tips that you can start doing today so that you can pay off your debt fast. All right. So the very first thing that I want you to do when you are wanting to pay off debt fast is to figure out your big why. Why do you want to pay this off fast? You know, is it uh, your kids? Is it retirement? Is it just, you know, having the security of having money in savings? Is it because you need to pay off your debt so you can quit your job? You know, for me, I really was in a very stressful job. I was burned out and I was just over it. Um, And once we paid off our debt and had our third child, it was like, you know what? Now's the time. Now's the opportunity for me to leave this stressful job and stay at home with my kids, build my business from home. And the only reason, only way I could do this is when we were debt free. We were debt free. We had our, um, I think at the time we had six months in emergency savings or really close to it whenever I, um, whenever I left my job. So that was like a really big motivating factor. It was, it was the freedom to be able to choose what we wanted to do with our life and not be tied to a job because of debt. So you need something really big that's going to keep you motivated when things get tough because it will get tough. There will be months that you struggle. There will be months that you may not make much, if any, progress. Uh, There may be times that you just really want to give up. But you know what? You have to think about the reason why you started and what you want to do in the long run versus what is distracting you right now or what is, you know, how you why you're losing steam right now. You know, whatever it is, you need to have a big reason, a big motivation for why you got started and to help keep you going, because there are going to be tough times. It's not always going to be easy, but it is so going to be worth it. And you know what? Once you get going and get some momentum, it just really helps you go faster and faster and faster. Um, but you know, it, even still, even I'm, once we got down toward the, the, um, the last big loan, you know, kind of in the middle there, it took us 10 months to pay off my student loan. So that was our biggest debt. And it was the longest debt, you know, at the beginning I was motivated. We were going, going, going. And then toward the middle, it, you know, it was like, okay, I'm so ready to be done. And then once you get in the home stretch, you're like, okay, how much faster? <laughs> I just want this out of my life. Let's go. I want to get this out of my life. How much faster can I do it? What can I sell? What can I not buy right now that can wait two months until we're debt free? I mean, my husband, I always loved, <laughs> always laugh thinking about this. So I think it was like the last month, her last month, we knew we were almost done. We could do it. We were right there. I wasn't buying anything I didn't have to do. If we could wait till we got that student loan paid off, it waited. And he asked me, when we're debt free, can we buy shaving cream again? <laughs> I mean, that's how intense I was about it. Like I just needed it gone. And that was at the end, but you know, kind of in the middle of that 10 months, it got hard. You know, we'd already been paying on our debt for like a year, you know, 
and we were losing steam. Uh, we had sold things already, cut our budget as much as we could. I mean, it was just like, oh, I'm just ready to be done. It felt like it was going to take forever. But you know what? It didn't. It, it total, it took 17 months to pay off our debt. It's over, it's done, and we've been debt-free for like two, oh no, three years now. We've been debt-free for three years now, and it's amazing, and I can't imagine going back into it. But it takes that mental stamina, the motivation, and just getting through it at the time, you know, I don't want you to be paying off debt forever. I don't want you to be paying it off for five years or 10 years. Like you're never gonna be able to sustain the motivation that long. So we really, really, really need to get motivated and find these tips to get you going really fast. Okay, so you figure out your big why. Why do you wanna do this? What's gonna keep you motivated? Keep your eye on the prize. The second thing I want you to do, and it's always, I always tell people, this is like the foundation for everything you do with your money. You know, I run and started Budgets Made Easy, which is my website. So of course, make a zero-based budget. And what a zero-based budget is, is planning for every dollar. So what I used to do was when I did my budget, I would write out um, my income and the expenses, and then I would just spend what was left over. Uh, in a zero-based budget, we're actually going to plan for what is left over. And that is what's going to help you achieve your goals so fast. So whether it's saving money, paying off debt, saving for something specific, you know, vacation or whatever, this is where the magic happens. So even if you are already doing just a regular budget, we want to do a zero-based budget. We want to plan for every single dollar. So let's say um, after your income and all your monthly expenses that you can think of, let's say you have, um, just as an example, $1,000 left over after food and gas and everything you can think of in your monthly budget. The next thing that we need to kind of plan for are sinking funds. And that's things that, uh, expenses that come up that, don't come up every single month, but you are expecting them. So you need to plan for them in your monthly budget. Now you may not plan for them every single month. Um, it just kind of depends on your personal preference. I like to fill up a sinking fund and then move on to the next. I like to focus on just one thing at a time. So that's what I want you to do. Once you figure out like some things that you may need to plan in sinking funds are gifts, holidays, birthdays, Christmas, clothing, um, kid activities, you know, things like that. So once you fig- once you figure out kind of how much you need to plan each month, each month for those things, then you take what is left and you put it toward whatever you're working on. So whether it's saving money or paying off debt, every single dollar goes toward that goal. So let's say you have $1,000 left and your sinking funds, you want to just kind of put like $400 a month in sinking funds. Well, that leaves $600 left. You've already planned for all of your bills. You've planned for food. You've planned for gas. You've planned for all your irregular expenses in sinking funds, which are just savings funds. So that money that is left goes toward paying off your debt. And that is how it happens so fast. Uh, you're not just mindlessly spending what is left. You are not going through drive through every day. You're not spending things that, uh, or buying things that you don't need. That is what goes toward your goals. Now, you are not making your 
uh, bank account go down to zero. You need to plan in your budget. You can do it as a sinking fund or a expense, however you want to do it. You need to plan a buffer in your checking account. And what I do is I have a miscellaneous category, um, but you could actually name it buffer. You can have it be miscellaneous. Uh, you can keep you know, a hundred dollars or something in there that you don't actually track. Just, you know, you don't see it on paper. You try and forget it's there. So you don't accidentally spend it, but it's just a little cushion because, you know, we all make mistakes mathematically. Um, every single month, my checkbook is off a dollar, $10, something like that. You know, it's not perfect. I don't know how I use a calculator, but somehow every month when I go to balance my checkbook, it's off a little bit. So, you know, you need to have a little bit of a buffer in there. You know, you may forget something, something may come out a little bit earlier than you expected. But once you get in the routine of doing your budget, it's the same month to month. You just have to make little changes here and there for that specific month. So you still need to come back to it every month and even throughout the month because you need to be tracking your expenses and knowing where your money is going. Because if you wait till the end of the month when you're ready for the next month, you can't correct it. So if you you know weren't paying attention to your spending and overspent on a category, you have to make up for it somewhere. It, you know, Especially with a zero-based budget, you don't just have this extra money, quote-unquote, as your cushion, you've planned for that money. I also recommend that whenever you get paid, you go ahead and send your money to your bill. So you don't spend it, you know, over the week. Let's say you get paid Friday. Well, don't keep it in there just in case until Monday, because you will spend it. Something will come up and you'll be like, well, I can always send it later. I can pay, you know, I'll make up for it out of the next paycheck or next month or whatever. No, you need to go. It's a, just count it as a bill, make it automatic, send it when you got it and get that debt paid off super fast. Okay, so the next thing that I want you to do that will really, really help speed this up. So you've got your big motivation. You've got your zero-based budget. Now what you need to do is use the debt snowball to pay off your debt super fast. Now the debt snowball is listing out all of your debt. And when I say all your debt, I mean everything except your mortgage. And I mean your primary mortgage. If you have a second mortgage, a HELOC, whatever, that goes into this uh, configuration. That is what that is still in your debt snowball. You're going to list out all of your debts from smallest balance to the largest balance, regardless, irregardless of interest rates. We're not focusing on interest rates. Now, there are times that you may want to focus on interest rates. If you have two loans that are roughly the same amount, sure, pay the higher interest rate. Um, but what the debt snowball does is it's really, really motivating because you get a quick win. So you get to go ahead and knock out those smaller debts, get those payments out of your life. One, it's less stressful because you have less things to worry about in your monthly budget. It gets easier and easier the more you get paid off because you don't have as much to pay and you don't have as much to keep track of and make sure you paid it on time and companies calling you and all that stuff. So we're going to start with the smallest ones. It's hel it helps motivate you. Uh, you get the quick wins because with the debt avalanche, which focuses on interest rates, if, for instance, your highest interest rate is like your student loans and it's $100,000, it's going to take you a while to pay it off. And you're going to lose steam. You're going to lose motivation before you make 
any progress or make a dent in anything. And then you still have all these little bills hanging out. So let's go ahead and get the small stuff knocked out. Medical bills, a small credit card, whatever it is, get it knocked out, get that win. And I promise you, it will feel so amazing. That will help motivate you to keep going. And that's what I want for you. So that's why I recommend the debt snowball. All right. So we have our motivation, we have our budget and we have the debt snowball. All right. So some other tips to help you get this going super, super fast is I want you to prioritize your spending. Okay. So whenever you are paying off debt, we want to get this done as fast as possible. So you need to really sit down and think about what is important for you to spend money on and what is not. What are some some things that you're spending money on that are needs and what are some that are wants. You don't need cable. You may not even need internet. You know, can you use your cell phone as a mobile hotspot? Uh, your cell phone, you know, do you need a smartphone? Do you need a monthly plan or can you go to like a prepaid plan and save some money? Uh, you know, prioritize your spending, which also means, you know, cutting out uh, some luxuries, you know, we still want to have some fun during this process. Cause I don't want you to just give up and be miserable the whole time. But remember this is short term sacrifice for a long term gain. So if you can give up eating out, you know, every day, every meal of the week and go to eating out maybe three times a week, you know, and then cut it down to two times a week. Or, you know, if you are eating out for every meal, cut it down to once a day, then cut it down to four times a week, then cut it down to three times. You know, I don't want you just to completely quit cold turkey unless you're like me and you jump all into things and that's what you want to do. <laughs> you can take it slowly, but you will see as you make progress and as you get moving, you will start to do this kind of on your own, but think about, okay, well, if I spend a hundred dollars this month on eating out and fast food, that's a hundred dollars. I can go toward paying off my debt in a year. That's $1,200. How much faster could I have paid off that debt? If I had stopped spending that money on that and put it toward your debt. So that's what I, that's how I want you to think about this. Figure it out. Do your budget for, you know, you can do it in a spreadsheet for this exercise and you can play with the numbers, run the debt calculators. Uh, you know, there's free ones online and I'll even link to them in the show notes. So you can go online, you can play around with the numbers, say, okay, if I can come up with an extra thousand dollars every month, how much faster can I get this paid off or even $500? Or if I can cut out $500 a month in my budget, just by cutting back expenses and calling and changing some of my service provider plans, you know, my cell phone bill, my cable bill, just call and negotiate with them. And a lot of times they will give you like a monthly credit for 12 months, or they'll give you that plus a one-time credit for so many months. I actually use a company called Bill Cutters, B-I-L-L-C-U-T-T-E-Z or E-R-Z. I'll link to it in the show notes. But they did this for me. It was awesome. So I've done it for myself several times. And I usually get like $5 off a month for 12 months or something like that for, um, what did I use them for? I think it was for my cable bill. 
And so they called and they actually got me more money than I usually do. They got me an extra $30 credit and then they got me more off every single month. And what's awesome about using them is once that 12 months, whatever the promotional period is that they got for you, they automatically go back and renegotiate for you. I don't even have to do anything. I don't have to call and negotiate again myself. I don't have to remember to call them to do it for me. They just do it for me. It's freaking awesome. So I'll link to them in the show notes as well. But that is something that you need to work on. Um, But just kind of pick one thing a month. Like, what do you want to focus on this month to try and make it go faster? Do you want to go through your bills and try and lower all your bills? Just focus on one thing at a time. You don't need to, like, do all of these tips all at once. Do it one step at a time, but do it in this order. Figure out your why. Do your budget. Do the debt snowball. Start prioritizing your spending. And the next tip is selling everything. You don't need it. I mean, the industry for just storage uh, storage units is insane. Like we just ha- in America, we just have so much crap and you don't need it. So start trying to sell everything that you can. And I did this once we got to... I think it was my student loans because it was the biggest thing. The other two were really, um, really, really quick. I had a credit card and then I had my car and then the student loans. And once we get to the student loans, we knew we had to start making bigger and bigger changes to get it knocked out because it was the largest amount, $25,000. But I started selling everything. Like I sold the pictures off my walls. I sold my lamps. Like it looked like I just moved into my house. If somebody would buy it, I sold it. Um, we also sold a couple big things, which I realize you may or may not have like a trailer and a four wheeler, you know, stuff, which surprisingly my husband actually used the trailer, but you know, he's kind of sneaky. He wanted a different, better trailer, which once we were debt free, had our savings, we were able to pay and get an amazing deal on the trailer that he wanted in the first place and paid cash. This is what this will do for you. So start selling everything, everything you can get rid of it. And the next thing that you can do are some savings challenges. So I do some of these in my free um, budgeting for beginners group, and I've done lots of them just throughout this whole journey of paying off debt. Um, One thing that I did recently was a no eating out challenge, and I actually didn't even do, I did it for a whole month, but the challenge was for 25 days of the month, I did not eat out. So I still gave myself five days that I could eat out, go to lunch with my friends and things like that. And things came up and I even have a printable, a free printable sheet to help you track this. Uh, and I will link to it in the show notes. Uh, that's one savings challenge you can do. You can do like a, just a no spending challenge, which I've done those several things times as well. And I also have a planning sheet for you free. I'll link it in the show notes. Uh, but that is where you do have to kind of, whatever the length of time that you decide to do a no spending challenge, you've got to kind of plan it out. So you do still have to buy some food or, you know, you may need to go ahead and pick up your prescriptions or dog food, you know, certain things. But the idea behind it is, you you try and use what you have in like your pantry or freezer, try and meal plan and save some money on groceries, but you're also eliminating all those little trips to the store where you may overspend and impulse shop and then eat out because you're already out and you're tired because you just went grocery shopping and now you don't have time to actually cook the food. Um, this eliminates that. So it eliminates even going to the store 
uh, and you do save some money. Now you do have to, you may have to stock up a little bit before and then a little bit after, uh, but overall you will still save some money. Um, the other thing that you can do is just a pantry challenge. Instead of just a total no spend challenge, you could do a pantry meal planning challenge. So you figure out, you list out and go through your freezer and your pantry, see what you have and see what you can make, uh, out of meals or into meals <laughs> with what you already have. And then you only buy, you know, what you need for each meal, but you will find that you probably have a lot of food in your freezer and your pantry that you can go ahead and eat this month or even the next two weeks. And you can save a ton of money by not either not going to the grocery store or only going to the grocery store for those couple ingredients that you need. You know, not a full shopping trip. We're not buying a bunch of snacks and all this stuff that you do not need. You go with a list and a plan and a calculator and you only get what you need. This will help you save a ton of money because most of the people I speak to are just like me where food is where we overspend the most. So I'm Talking to you, most likely this is you too. Shop with a calculator, shop with a plan, and you will stick to your food budget. And the next thing is have a yard sale. So this goes along with selling everything. You will be surprised if you can time it right, or maybe even ask a friend if they have a better location where you know there might be more people that come by. Uh, have a yard sale and you can, even if you only have like a bunch of junk that's like you sell for a dollar, um, if you have enough of that, it adds up. Like I know some people that made several hundred dollars on just a bunch of junk in their house. Like they didn't even have anything big. It was just a lot of little things. So go through your attic, go through your basement and have a yard sale. And then the next thing is to stay motivated. So this goes back to your why, but it's also finding ways to stay motivated. So some ways that I stayed motivated during my debt payoff journey was I joined Facebook groups uh, with people that were following. Uh, I was following Dave Ramsey at the time. And so I joined Dave Ramsey groups. Um, I also have my group, the Budgeting for Beginners which is a free group. Um, you know, there's uh, the Budget Mom group, which I think is TBM, and I don't remember the rest of it. Um, but there's several groups of people that are learning how to budget, learning how to pay off their debt, and going through the same things as you. And that will help keep you motivated when you surround yourself with people that are going through the same thing as you. Because you know what? They're struggling with the same things as you. You are not alone in this. And once you realize that, it is just so relieving. Another thing for you to stay motivated is to listen to podcasts like this to just really help keep you focused, you know, while you're driving in the car or whatever. Um, you know, that is another thing that will help you stay motivated. And then another big, big thing that I really like people to do is to make visuals. And if you ever watch me in any of my video videos, uh, you will see mine for my, uh, Student loans is behind me. Uh, I did that for the last one, and then you, as you, what you do is you, you can make it. I made mine. I just took some construction paper and drew a thermometer on it and filled it in as I paid off my debt. So what you can do is you can do uh, your overall debt total and fill it in. You can also do that plus or and or um, each individual debt. So you could do it for your credit card, your car, you know, and then just keep those visual, keep them where you can see it every single day. Um, 
Another thing that you can do is make like a vision board of your why or your big dream. You know, do you want to go to Disney World? Do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to go on a cruise? Print off some pictures, make yourself a little board, keep it in your closet, keep it in your bathroom, keep it somewhere that, uh, that'll help you see it every day to help you stay motivated. Um, another thing, a friend of mine, uh, Stephanie at financial freedom crew, she has these, you can get it for free. I can link to it in the show notes. I'll find the link for you. Uh, she has these little wallet cards so you can put them in your wallet in front of like your debit card or whatever. So when you go to reach for your debit card, you'll see this card and it's got just some motivation you put on there, you know, whatever's motivating you, whatever you need to remember. And it's right there in your wallet when you go to spend something. So that's another thing that you can do to kind of help keep you motivated. Another thing that I did that I've already mentioned is to play around with the numbers, get a debt uh, snowball calculator, play around with the numbers. See, okay, if I can save this much or find this much money every month, how much faster can I do it? Figure out your reg. If you don't change a single thing, except for, you know, the zero based budgeting and sending your extra money to your debt, just do a um, run of the numbers in the calculator with that. See what just your original debt uh, payoff date is write it down because that you want to save and then start playing around with the numbers and see how you can change it. Uh, my, since we were able to sell a bunch of stuff and cut money in the budget, we actually cut a whole year off. So as you get started, as you go, you will just naturally find ways to speed it up and get it fast, get it done faster and faster. And that's the beauty of the debt snowball and following some of these tips so some of the other questions that I get are, should I consolidate my debt? Now, there are some very few, I should say, um, reasons that you should consolidate your debt. And if you are already working on the debt snowball, you really don't need to consolidate any of your debt. The only time that I kind of consider consolidating your debt is with student loans because sometimes you can get a lower interest rate and then you just have the one payment. However, if you are using the debt snowball, it is easier to make progress on your student loans if you just pay off the smaller loans and make progress that way than staring at this mountain of debt like I did. Um, I actually wish I wouldn't have because after I consolidated my student loans, the um, the interest rates and everything went down. So like my husband's student loans, we got those knocked out super fast because the interest rate dropped down to like 1%. Uh, and mine were still at almost 7%. So for mine, I originally took out $28,000 in debt. And after 10 years of paying on it, I had only paid off $3,000. So I still had $25,000 left after 10 years. I was paying almost $5 a day in interest. So that was another thing I totally forgot that I did to help keep me motivated when I was paying off my student loans is I was I would figure out how much I was paying every day in interest. And as I paid it down, I saw that number drop and drop. So that's another thing you can do <laughs> to help keep you motivated is figure out how much interest are you paying every day? So at $5 a day, you know, if I'm wanting to go spend $10 on eating out or, you know, $5 going through Starbucks or whatever, think about it. Okay. Is that worth paying another $5 on my student loans? You know, just paying it, just throwing it away because it's went to nothing. Uh, so that's just another thing to kind of keep track and help motivate you. So that's really the only, because what happens with when you 
consolidate your debt is that you're not really changing your behavior and you feel like you did something, but you did nothing. And it makes it harder to keep motivated with the debt snowball when you just have, if you consolidate all of your debt into one giant loan, then it feels like this huge mountain that you're never going to get over. But if you're able to pay off all these smaller debts as you go, you will be motivated to keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. So I do not recommend consolidating your debt. Another question that I get is, should I file bankruptcy? Generally, the answer is no. Because it's just like consolidating, you're not changing your behavior. And from my experience, when somebody files bankruptcy, they end up in the same situation in a couple more years, and it's even worse. Same thing with consolidating. I totally forgot about this. I've had several clients that they consolidated their loan, uh, most of them with a HELOC. So they took all their debt and they put it onto their mortgage, and they felt like they actually said to me that they were debt-free. They were not debt-free. They did nothing. All they did was move the debt from one place to another. And that's all consolidating does is move the debt. You still have the debt. You are not debt-free. You did not pay off your debt. It didn't change your behavior. And you know what? Those people are now back in debt and more debt than they had in the first place because they didn't actually do anything with the old debt. So their situation is even worse. So do not consolidate your debt. If you're going to file bankruptcy, because I know that there are situations where Um, It may be your last option or your only option. Even if you consider that you still need to change your behavior, you still need to sacrifice and go through this process so that you can learn from your mistakes and learn to change your behavior. Because that is the only thing that is going to keep you out of repeating the cycle again. You have to pay off your debt and stay out of debt. So that's why this works so well because it slowly changes your behavior and your mindset around debt. And hopefully once you go through this process and actually work it and don't try and just consolidate it all into your mortgage and then say you're debt free, this you actually have to put the effort in and you will change your habits. It takes like 90 days or up to 90 days to really change your habits. And that is what this does. So if you just consolidate or file bankruptcy and do nothing else, you are going to be back in the same situation that you are already in and likely in a worse situation with more debt because you didn't change your behavior. Okay. Now, when you file bankruptcy, there's, you may not even be out of the debt. Uh, it depends on what kind of bankruptcy you file and you'll need to talk to a lawyer about that. You may not even qualify for bankruptcy. So it's important for you to at least take the steps to change your behavior, work the plan and see that you can do this and that, you know, you are capable of paying off your debt without filing bankruptcy. Now, I do understand that there are extreme situations where bankruptcy may be your only option, but you need to talk to a lawyer and you still need to set up these good financial habits and your mindset so that you, you know, whatever happens, you can prepare for it better going forward. Now, I also love sharing debt payoff success stories because I used to read them every single night before going to bed when I was paying off my student loans. And you know what? I kept thinking, if they can do it, so can I. If they can do it, so can I. And so can you. I have all these debt success stories on my blog. I'll link to them in the show notes. But 
people making, you know, low income, middle income, single mom, like the reason that they do it so fast is because they make a plan and they work it. You just have to decide that you're going to do it and head in that direction. Okay. You have to know where you are and where you want to go and then create the directions and the roadmap and the blueprint to get you there. Um, you know, your income may need to come up. You may need to work a second job. You may need to cut expenses, but you know what? You can do it. You just need to make your plan, figure it out, face it head on, lay it out in front of you. And you know what? It may not be as scary as you think it is. Sometimes when we're just not sure what to do or how we will do something, we make it so much a big, we make it such a bigger deal in our head that we think there's no way I can do this. But when we lay out our plan and actually write it out on paper and look at it, you will see that you can do it. And that's what I want for you. You can do it. And you know what? Once you pay off your debt, you can go do whatever your big why is. Do you want to quit your job? Do you want to change jobs? Do you want to go on a paid for vacation? You can do it once you get your debt paid off. It'll make it so much easier to be able to stress less and live the life you want. And that is what I want for you. So head on over to budgetsmadeeasy.com and I will link in the show notes. I have all the freebies that I've mentioned in this episode and I will link to them in the show notes. I also have, I almost forgot, a debt snowball. It's kind of like a workbook. It's worksheets, checklists, a spreadsheet so that you can get started. So I've got all the free resources for you laid out so that you can get started, make your plan and get this debt paid off super fast. Be sure to follow me on Instagram. Use hashtag budgets made easy or hashtag the money mindset podcast. It's kind of long there. Uh, show me, show me uh, what you're doing to pay off your debt. I want to see it. Uh, come follow me at budgets made easy on Instagram and I will see you there.